What's good, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the What's Good Games podcast, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday. I'm Andrea Renee, joined by Miss Brittany Brombacher. Hello, Andrea. And Miss Rihanna Manuel is back. Hey. Yay. <laughs> oh. oh, no, Rhea, are you on mute? You muted, baby. You muted. Oh no, <laughs> I admit it. I'm you like, back, oh, no. baby, you back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, ladies, it has been a wonderful night. We are just coming down from watching the Game Awards 2020. Shout out to everybody who is joining us live at twitch.tv slash what's good games for our special Game Awards post show. So normally when we do the podcast, we have to record it in advance and we don't get to include the Game Awards because we're usually on site at the Game Awards, and then we've had too many whiskeys by this point of the night <laughs> to record a podcast. <laughs> but not tonight. We are all safely at home, and so we are excited to be able to include, for the first time in What's Good Games history, all of the news from the Game Awards. Oh, my gosh. This Look is at us. exciting. Huh? I know. And we got a new Mass Effect trailer! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh gosh, boy. But we'll talk about that in just a second. I want to give a big thank you to December's Patreon producers, Chewy's Godson, California Cated, Justin Foshi, Punctified, Ferris Atia, Mohammed Mohammed, Marcus Brown, and Alex Regopoulos. And welcome to our Patreon community. Noli Morris, don't forget you guys can be part of the show and submit your questions at patreon.com slash what's good games, where you can also get the show ad free. Speaking of ads, this week's episode of What's Good Games is presented to you by Logitech, and we'll tell you more about them later. But Brittany, we also have some new podcast reviewers. We do. We have Henry O.W. I just feel like that's the kind of name that you really need to get that really <laughs> obnoxious accent. Henry, you're so popular. Okay, and then we got Throwdown13. I don't know what kind of a whatever that was. Anyway, thank you all so much. <laughs> I <laughs> love like you. I we like appreciate it. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the show. It really does mean a lot to us that you guys take the time to write those reviews. We do see them and reread them, and they warm our heart. So thank you for doing that. We appreciate the support. But let's go ahead and just jump right in. What Ooh. a fantastic night. One of gaming's biggest nights of the year. And I think that Jeff really brought the goods this year in terms of a nice balance of focusing on the awards and focusing on the reveals. I still want more awards yeah i want to hear more from game devs yeah but i i thought some of the reveals were good this year re what did you think i thought the reveals were great um i agree i love hearing from game devs it's nice to hear from the teams who have put in all the hard work who have done all the crunch who have logged all the hours and and to really get their take on how grateful they are or how they feel about their other you know co-nominees um all the people who are nominated i love in the categories you know, and um, hopefully we can see more of that in future future award shows and, and for subsequent years. But it was really awesome uh, the way Jeff put the show together in COVID. It's hard to do anything in quarantine. So I, th I thought it was a really great showing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just felt like overall there wasn't a lot of fluff in between. You know, typically, and, like, I get it. You, like, you need the sponsor money to put these shows on. It's tough. But I feel like this year, like, was probably the best year in terms of how it was ran and streamlined and put together. And you didn't feel like you were bombarded with Gillette Razormen, which I admittedly <laughs> kind of miss. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, the Game Awards has always had that kind of element of silliness to it. I did think it was nice that while we did see 
some ads, of course, in the show this year. It didn't feel like it was overwhelmingly uh, dominated by ads. Obviously, Jeff needs to put the show on. The show costs money. I mean, who's going to pay for Sid's dresses, right? I mean, um, she looks incredible. She looked amazing, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Sydney Goodman. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was really well done. Some really fun musical performances this year too. Oh, I mean, kicking off man. the show with the Persona Five, you'll never see it coming. That was awesome. Oh that was God, fantastic. I, get, I got oh. a new crush, and she's it. Hot damn. <laughs> that, and shout out that to, um, what was it, the OFK uh, with their new interactive event coming spring 2021. I was very intrigued by that OFK concert. I, I, oh, yeah. I'm already a fan. That was fun. So the musical performances, A+. Plus. I love those. The Mario, the Mario medley, if you will. That was also just a warm and fuzzy time. Oh, from the London Philharmonic? Yes. Very oh, cool. Amazing. Mm, Pearl Jam, hello. Like, you know. Eddie Vedder? I mean, I yeah. Know. Like, <laughs> Dude, it was it was a show. It was great. It's a great show. Um, Brett, you very kindly put together a little rundown here for us um, about some of the biggest announcements. Now, of course, we're not going to go through everything that was in the show. That would just take us far too long. In fact, if you would like, you can rewatch our watch along at twitch.tv slash what's good games. And I believe we also will be posting it at youtube.com slash what's good games. I highly anticipate a content oh, absolutely oh, yeah. flag on that like immediately <laughs> all, of our, of all of our watch alongs <laughs> yeah all, yeah all of our watch alongs exactly. but yeah so i pulled this awesome recap from ign and they again have a list of every single announcement that was made but i just pulled the ones that we tend to we tend to grunt it grunt a little bit more over so the first one we'll start with and re you surprised me with this one because i did not know you're a big smash fan is sephiroth was the new character coming to smash brothers yes oh. daddy's in smash okay daddy's so here's the smash. thing <laughs> I don't know about per, I, like, Persona. I don't know about Final Fantasy. I played the remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it was my first time playing a Final Fantasy game. And Sephiroth, like, he just has this vibe. Like, he has these bangs, and he has white hair, and he's super tall. <laughs> and he has this, like, real, like, like hot dad energy. And I really liked it. <laughs> and, um, yeah he's maybe evil or whatever like he's the antagonist like okay like, say la vie but him being in smash is really exciting you know smash is one of those games where they have literally every character you could sneeze at and i'm glad that he's finally showing up right because you know like we have everybody and their mom from every other franchise finally we get sephiroth in the game and I don't know, like, the, the reveal looked amazing. Um, the teasers within the reveal, like, showing all of the wings and then the slash and then, Brittany, you called this, like, the music cue coming in. Like, it was a really exciting moment. And the Smash reveals are always these huge, grandiose events, and it was just wonderful to be a part of that, even virtually and, and as part of the Game Awards. So I think they did a really fantastic job with this reveal. Oh, yeah. As soon as One Winged Angel started playing, I was like, oh, they brought Daddy to Smash. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is I haven't played Smash in a hot minute. It's just there's too many characters, too much going on. Um, but that's typical for me in Smash games, unless they're talking about Melee, which I played the shit out of back in the day. Mm -hmm. But it's still so fun to watch the announcements and watch the rumors. The big rumor for this one was going to be Jones. Jonesy, I guess, is what the kids call him from Fortnite. From apparently. Fortnite, yeah. The blonde yeah, guy. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that was like the the rumor, rumor. Um, of course, the people want to crash. LOL. But uh, yeah, it, it was just fun. And damn, like again, welcome to Daddy and Smash. Yeah, Dad, Daddy's um, looking good. Yeah. So yeah. I, I before we continue down this really fantastic recap that you guys have here, um, I was able to get one Christine Steimer. 
um, on the phone, so we have to call her back. Oh, yeah. Um, so we unfortunately aren't joined by Steimer tonight because she has a work commitment that kept her from watching the Game Awards and participating in our watch-along. In fact, when we called her about this, she hadn't seen it yet, so obviously we freaked out about the brand-new Mass Effect trailer. I told her she must go watch it and that we would call her. So let me get her on the phone so we can get her live reactions to this amazing trailer that debuted tonight. I also yeah. talked to her about Dragon Age. So she'll she'll have to talk to me about that. Yes. Yeah. Lots of stuff to check in with Cymeron because honestly, this Game Awards was action packed. Like they did not disappoint. She's like, not now, Andrea. Come on, you had your time. <laughs> Like, now is not good. Of course you call me when I'm brushing my teeth. <laughs> oh, there it is! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> All good. I was like, you know, I probably have time to brush my teeth real quick. And then I was like, yes. I was like, do, do, do. I was like, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Well, um, oh, w okay. welcome to the stream. So we're just getting started with the official post-show and we thought we would just jump to the mass effect reveal from the next, Ma next mass effect trailer so steimer what did you think um i also like flipped out a little bit when i saw we are and then i went back and i watched it multiple times to try and figure out what the fuck was going on <laughs> <laughs> like i was like wait what's because when i went back and listened to it it was talking about like first contact and i was like first contact then my brain went to like the prequel mode and I was like wait but no but this is all after and I was like, <laughs> yeah so, uh, it was a mind fuck is what it was but a very good one it was interesting because so Mike Gamble, um, you know, at Bioware tweeted that people should watch and listen to the trailer closely. Of course, we already have a bunch of fan sites. Here we have the the derelict Mass Effect relay that we're going over in the trailer. Uh, a lot of fan yep. sites kind of doing breakdowns. So the rumor was that this game was going to be set really far into the future after Mass Effect 3, and it would make sense that there would be a derelict relay because all the relays were, you know, destroyed <laughs> at, the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the game. So it's, it's kind of like, well, where, where does the series go from here? And it was just like such an exciting moment hearing the kind of pings of the piano music and then seeing Liara's and face. The Yes, the Reaper sound, and then the Ew. N7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy intense. Yeah, when I when it was revealed that it was Liara, I, was, I just, I gasped, because <laughs> I was not expecting it to be her. I thought it would just be, you know, whoever else. Um, and I guess, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously we know, or you can kind of see in the background whoever she's with. There's a Krogan, which could theoretically be anybody who came with you that was still alive. Well, we thought it um, might be a Turian, too. There's definitely a there's a Turian, a Solarian, and a Krogan. Okay, oh, I didn't see a, I didn't see a Krogan. We saw what what I thought looked well, like a human. I assume it's a Krogan. It's just a big ass. The big blob. dude. <laughs> <laughs> big hole. Fair, fair. Yeah, but it's like on the yeah. You can kind of see there's three silhouettes that are on the ship or that are leaving the ship. There's a really big one that I assume is Krogan. There's a smaller one that seems to me to be Turian, and then there's the one on the far end that is Solarian. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool. And I was like, ooh, I wonder who these people are, because obviously not all of them will be who we want them to be or who we would have liked them to be. But, um, you know, it should be uh, an interesting uh, tale. Also, 
the one thing that made me really happy that's really stupid and not even related to Mass Effect was the sounds of the snow crunching. <laughs> oh, yes, that, that next-gen snow crunch sound. Uh, yes, it was like, crunch, crunch. I was like, yes. <laughs> that ASMR Did moment. Did you see, um, uh, oh, sorry, Ree, what was that? I was just saying that ASMR moment, the snow crunching. Yeah. Too bad Simon can't hear us. <laughs> oh, oh. I know. So Steimer can't hear you. Um, they were talking about the ASMR for the snow crunching. So Steimer, um, mm -hmm. did you also see the Dragon Age trailer? Yes. Brittany texted me about that, and I was like, okay, hold on. Let me go watch this. <laughs> and I was very excited about that as well. I, I think for me, Liara was like just such a moment. But um, I was also very, very stoked for Dragon Age because it looks like they're finally starting to give us a little bit of something like obviously it's still not a lot and especially considering how long the game's been in development it's still not a lot mm -hmm. um, but um it's cool to have like that hooded character where i'm like okay is this what they're trying to make is the player character or is this just another person who will end up being in your party at some point um and then of course you know the big bad solace coming back for the millionth time at the game awards how many times has that egghead been at the game awards i, I like, know oh. right that was my point i was like i i was disappointed because they tried to make it seem like in the, in the lead up when they talked about this on, on dragon age day on december 4th that they were going to talk more about the future of dragon age and like this trailer was not it in fact when we were watching this live i think we were a little bit confused we're like is this is this Dragon Age? What's happening in this trailer? Oh yeah, no, that's Barrett. So yeah, it's definitely Dragon. Like when, mm -hmm. when it, you, even when you hear his voice, you're like, okay, um, Mr. Storyteller from Dragon Age Two has <laughs> 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 been here for the long haul. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting. The speech is a little nonsensical, and like, okay, this person is going to be someone you never saw coming. Like, yeah, yeah, we get it. Um, AKA, it's not the same character from last dragon age um it's not your same hero which i forget what they called you in inquisition hero of andraste i think or what herald of andraste they, have, they always have dumb titles for you the herald of andraste i think Brit is saying yes the herald <laughs> uh yeah so like you're not that it doesn't sound like um so honestly slightly slightly bombed i mean it makes sense why but i also just really like it when they carry like had carry characters forward it was really cool seeing the champion of Kirkwall in Inquisition. Um, so I do hope that they do something like that at least. Like give you a nod to be like, look, yes, here are your characters from Games Yonder. <laughs> yeah, no, I think there's still a lot, lot of unanswered questions about what's happening with Dragon Age. And they certainly dropped a heck of a teaser. Like I honestly like mentioned it at the start of the show that I would love to see something from Mass Effect in the game awards but that i didn't think that they would do it and then boom right ahead of the game of the year category they dropped this brand new trailer and i i'm super pumped so you willed it into existence is what i'm hearing <laughs> and i'm very grateful for that <laughs> yes i single-handedly made it happen everybody no one at bioware was responsible it was just me <laughs> Just you, all you. Oh my God! All right. Well, listen, we won't keep you. We know that you're busy. We miss you. We sorry you can't be with us, but um, oh we'll God, see you back too. on the show next week. Sounds good. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Oh, that Simer. What a fucking gem. But oh, no, I'm in agreement is. with everything she said during that, especially when it comes to Dragon Age, because if you listen to, because when we were streaming, it was obviously hard to hear like the audio because of like a million things going on. But that definitely is Varric narrating it. 
And what he says is, I face tyrants and would-be gods. I've seen friends lose life and limb, but there's always someone bent on breaking the world. It's time for a new hero. No magic hand, no ancient prophecy. And again, that goes back to Dragon Age Inquisition's main protagonist. The kind of person they'll never see coming. Persona. We've got your back. I've got your back. Demons, dragons, darkspawn, and even the dreadwolf. This is your story. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know it's not a lot to go off on, but it's still kind of like, well, at least we now we know it's going to be a brand new protagonist, which I think is like, as Simon said, it makes sense. And of course, Solus, as hotter than egg as he is, he is, you know, Dreadwolf bad guy, and he wants to destroy the whole world. So, but that's all we got. And I mean, this game has been, if you're going to believe the rumors, rebooted several times, and it's slated to come out sometime between like next year in 2022 if you're gonna like listen to what people have said recently but if that's all they're showing us at this point like i i don't see that happening anytime soon mm. yeah. yeah yeah honestly i don't care put it on the back burner put it all in a mass effect let's oh, go girl let's go why not both can't cancel anthem updates cancel dragon <laughs> age all mass effect cancel all the time. what the let's fuck except mass effect okay okay come on now you and i have problems we do. <laughs> don't you touch no, my dragon no, age okay. okay 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 listen i had a lot of fun with dragon age inquisition i still need to go back and replay the earlier dragon ages but um i'm looking forward to it. lots of exciting bioware news fingers crossed that that team is going to be able to give us something to play maybe something more to look at in 2021 besides of course the mass effect collection which is coming out and i am super pumped for and will definitely be streaming so look forward to that (laughs) all right Brittany, what's next in this rundown since we're now gonna go kind of backwards in the chronological order of the show since we wanted to jump ahead to talk to stuff yeah we stopped we jumped ahead so next up was a cinematic trailer for a new perfect dark game so this is again from ign coming from the studio the initiative a cinematic trailer for a new perfect dark game featuring some cool first person echo sci-fi visual eco whatever visuals was shown the developers confirmed that the game is still early in development and the developers being the initiative which is microsoft's new fancy pants studio that they announced a few years back they got all the fine talented folks working there so has anyone here played perfect dark i have no actually me neither none of us have played it all right well i know it's something people love something they're excited for so i guess we would in a perfect situation talk to someone who gives a shit i mean we give (laughs) a shit but you know what i mean it's true I mean, it's I on the same level with the, with the strong female protagonist, but I don't know much else about with purple it. hair. So, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll see. Word. We will see. All right. Next back for blood was announced. So the creators of left for dead turtle rock announced back for blood, a first person zombie shooter with co-op it's launching in June, 2021. So this was actually announced in March, 2019. That's when turtle rock, turtle rock first announced back for blood and it's been quiet ever since. So now we have it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we, it looks we have something uh yeah. forget this worm i hate this worm but i love andrew, the worm andrew made an interesting call out talking about the hud while we were watching some of these these gameplay videos and i don't know i'm just interested to get both of your takes on it like in a little bit more detail like what do you think of the fact that we haven't seen the hud or the menus or you know a little bit more detail about these games if it's coming in june that's pretty soon in the game dev world right like what do you think we should be able I mean, to see it can, right now? I appreciate, you know, the the line of questioning. It's very leading, but I appreciate it <laughs> anyway. Um, I, I think something to be considered here is sometimes it is a 
cinematic choice, mm -hmm. an artistic choice to not show the HUD. A lot of times, though, it's a choice that the HUD isn't finalized. Sometimes the data that they are going to be showing on the HUD is still being balanced. The way that the HUD looks, the way that information is being relayed on screen, that kind of stuff is tweaked a lot of times right up until the final polish pass. And so that's typically why we don't see that type of menu information in trailers at an event like the Game Awards. And this is a very highly cinematic trailer, right? Like this is not mm -hmm. gameplay. This is scripted in engine, right? I believe they said that it was in engine at the beginning of the trailer, oh, but guy. it's not, this is not what the game is going to look like while you're playing it. Right. So yeah. I think what is exciting about this though, is that, you know, Turtle Rock has a great uh, pedigree with this type of co-op, action game obviously creators of left for dead they worked on evolve that 4v1 um asymmetrical competitive shooter that you where you got to play a monster i really love that game Yo. and i was sad to see it go away same here um, shout so out to evolve that game yeah it was, that game fun. was fun that was a lot of fun and I, I wish we had more time with it honestly hmm. It was just a bummer that you, it was really tough to get a good balance when you had some people that really excelled. I mean, I think we've seen that 4v1 formula really evolve, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> um, since that game came out. You think about games like Dead by Daylight and how they're taking that formula and really making it work mm -hmm. where it doesn't feel unbalanced, right? And it's a tough thing to do. And I thought Turtle Rock did a good job. So it'll be interesting to see more. Uh, of this game to actually hopefully get some hands on with it in in 2021. All the zombies, give me all the worms that crawl under your eyeballs. See, that's why I like Baldur's Gate. A little oh, tadpole that yeah, crawls in not there. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the worms. That was yeah, I know. You know. I just like watching you. Wa I just like watching you squirm. Right? Mm -mm. It's great. I, didn't mm. like it. I squirmed a lot. <laughs> Next up, we got the Callisto Protocol, which I think also made Reed clench a little bit. So this is from the creator of Dead Space, Cliff Schofield, comes a new sci-fi horror game called the Callisto Protocol. It will launch in 2022 for Xbox Series X, PS, PS5, and PC. So what's interesting about this is, so this is coming from Striking Distance Studios, which is led again, again by formal Visceral Games resident, Vice President Glenn Schofield. Again, shout out to IGN for all this extra info. So that he's created a new survival horror game set, according to the publishers, hundreds of years in the future of PUBG's universe. Hmm. Which is like, I mean, okay. I knew about like the, 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 the game that they were making would be set in the PUBG universe, but like you wouldn't think of a game like this. But when we first saw the trailer, Rhea and I were both like, oh, Dead Space. And Andrea was like, Dead Space is dead. Let it go. <laughs> Move on. It's true. But this, I mean, this is obviously like inspired by or a spiritual successor to Dead Space, but it's not Dead it's Space. Not right? Dead it's not Dead Obviously, space. it's the Callisto Protocol. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But it's still like when you're watching this trailer, you're like, oh, oh, yes. Oh, I'm seeing it. I'm feeling it. You got the little light ups going on. You got the creepy ass shit. You got the like robots that are malfunctioning, which I don't think we're in Dead Space. Anyway, I know Dead Space is dead in the water. I know it's six feet under. I know it's worm fodder, but this definitely has the same sort of vibes. And I think that's what I'm missing from a horror game lately. I am down for it. Down for it. <laughs> Give it to me. Next. Oh, this is exciting. Disco Elysium has been announced for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, but it's also coming to the other consoles. Um, I don't know when, but I saw someone on Twitter tweet about it. It's just one of those marketing things where they announce the game and they're like, coming to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. And then like there's a side press release where it's like, also coming to Switch and Xbox. <laughs> Not entirely <laughs> sure on what the dates are so far, but I'm so incredibly excited to play this. Because it won so many awards last year mm -hmm. and this year as well. And it's only on PC currently. 
And yeah, I was definitely a yeah, darling of same. the last year. For sure. Yes. Oh, the final cut is what it's called. And then the next game, the next announcement, <laughs> I was peeing and I came back and you two were losing your shit over the Swedish <laughs> chef from the Muppets. Like what? The Re, Swedish what's chef. Yeah, Re, what's happening? What, what was happening here? It was very, very cute. So if you're not familiar with the Muppets, there's a character called Swedish Chef. Um, he's a Muppet. And he had a in a Game Awards-like trophy made out of aluminum foil that he had clearly home-cooked. And um, was, uh, you know, speaking in his typical nonsensical, like, undistinguishable manner. And it was very adorable. And Jeff kept interrupting him, saying, like, no, no, Chef. Like, you know, you're in the game. Like, you're not winning an award. You're actually just a character in the in this new game. And he was like, oh, me? Oh, me? Oh, okay. Okie dokie. <laughs> and it was very adorable. Um, very Muppets-like. And um, it turns out Swedish Chef is now a free character in Overcooked, uh, a wonderful game available on all the platforms you could wish it was on and um yeah that was a, that was a sweet way to announce it it was a nice little tie-in so i thought that was cute yeah i didn't understand anything was happening it kind of freaked me out a little bit but you two were excited about it and that's all that matters that's all that matters and the next announcement you two also were pretty damn excited about you especially re oh, call yeah. of duty black ops warzone has gotten a season one trailer so Activision revealed some new details about the many updates coming to season one of Call of Duty Black Ops Warzone. The trailer also showed us our first look at a new Warzone map called Rebirth Island. So yes. what were you hoping for in this? And like, did you get what you wanted? Here's the thing. I haven't had enough time with updates in Warzone. And the Miami map is what I noticed in this um, in this piece here. And the new Warzone map called Rebirth Island. I'm excited to explore it. What I want to see, honestly, from Warzone and from Call of Duty in general, like, I want to see camping in the downed airplane. I want to see, like, corner camping with the spaz. Like, I want to see, you know, getting your AC-130 by cheesing everybody by hiding in the same building over and over. Like, I want to see, like, old school <laughs> tactics that maybe people aren't excited about, but as a veteran Call of Duty player, like, I want to see Modern Warfare 2 tactics coming back into play. Like, the meta right now is just super competitive, and I, what I would really love to, to see is a balance that you know favors folks that have been around for the long haul like I understand there are some young cats here and there and they're 20 years old and they're six years old and they're super duper good but like let me cheese some stuff like let me <laughs> use some old exploits that people don't remember like uh, that's what I would love from Call of Duty so we'll see if we get any of that in this new season one update but I don't know I like you have to play it to figure it out. The meta is really hard to figure out from trailers. So, you know, we'll see. My, my mind is still being made up on, on the new Call of Duty updates. But as a veteran player, I would just love to see some old tactics come back into the meta. And even if it's for like a couple weeks, like just let me live. Let me dream, you know? I, I had her no dream. Fucking clue what dream. you just said. I mean, I'm just smiling, nodding, drinking out of my little cup here. But I imagine <laughs> that's what it's like when I'm talking about Resident Evil. So I just smile and nod, and I support you. Girl, I, like, I thought you blacked out for a second there. You were just throwing out so many jargony Call of Duty terms. Oh, I yeah. loved it. I, I, I know. Loved it. Girl, shit. Like, I miss I know, old school but... Call of Duty. Like, you know, just let me let me have my glory days for a minute. You know, like the world is dark. Like, let me live. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> You're so great. Um, well, we're going to take a quick break from our 
Game Awards recap to get a word from our sponsor of the show. So thank you to Logitech G for sponsoring this episode of What's Good Games. We've talked a lot about Logitech products here on What's Good Games. They've been with us since our launch from the Brio webcams that we use to start the show to the gaming mice that I use to edit the show every week to the brand new G733 headset that we've been wearing. I've been wearing on stream and having a lot of fun with. If you guys don't know, the G733 Lightspeed Wireless Gaming Headset comes with 2.4 gigahertz wireless connectivity, front-facing dual-zone light sync RGB, blue voice mic technology, Pro-G audio drivers, and multiple colorways to choose from. I mean, what's not to love about this headset? You'll also enjoy total freedom with up to 20 meters of range with Lightspeed Wireless technology. And, of course, you're going to be raid ready with that 29-plus hours of battery life, so you don't have to be worrying about charging your headset. Set. And I know I make a big deal about this, but I love those front-facing light sync RGB little lights on the front because they make me feel like I'm a DJ. <laughs> and even though my husband makes fun of me all the time for them, I still love them. And he can stop making fun of me for it. Um, but one of the things that I really do love about the G733 is how comfortable they are. And we know how important that is when you're wearing a gaming headset for multiple hours at a time. They've got that reversible suspension headband that's designed for the ultimate comfort during long play sessions. And of course, because they specialize in those colorways, each color of that headset has its own corresponding headband design and if you want more you can buy all of the different colorways on the website it also has soft dual layer memory foam that conforms to your head and contours around the jaw for a better seal while reducing stretch points and delivering long lasting comfort and did i mention it's available in multiple colors because that's important y'all each with its own vibrant reversible headband and corresponding ear pads so i've talked a lot about what i love about the g733 and hopefully you guys have been able to try it out for yourselves if you got the g733 tweet to us what's good underscore games let us know how you're liking the headset and if you haven't got one yet you can for a limited time go to logitechg.com to get a what's good games listeners deal of express shipping by using the special code what's good games free ship one two four that's right. If you want free express shipping today because you need to get that headset ASAP for your next gaming session, use the code What's Good Games Free Ship 124 at logitechg.com. But you got to hurry because that promo code expires, you guys, in just three days. Mm. You've got three days. Also, like, we're rapidly running out of time to send holiday gifts. Let's just be honest. LogitechG.com. Use the code What's Good Games Free Ship 1244 Express Shipping today. All right, ladies. Back to the recap. Where were we, Brittany? We are at, which is kind of funny, ARC 2. Okay. <laughs> so let's just get this part out of the way. So ARC 2 was announced with a trailer featuring Vin Diesel and two tribes going head-to-head -head as they barely escape the hungry jaws of a Tyrannosaurus Dude, Rex. This, this <laughs> Arc, <trailer>. the animated, <laughs> Arc the Animated Series was also announced featuring an origin story based on the game. So right before this announcement, we had a very uh, sweet moment on the stream. <laughs> Tell me why one game for Impact. Yes. And obviously, like, Rhea's has worked on that game. She's very familiar with the team on that. So she was having this super emotional, sweet, sentimental moment. And then there's fucking Vin Diesel in a loincloth. <laughs> And yeah, it was I, I, the, I couldn't focus. I really couldn't. It was struggle for me. It was the fucking hardest pivot 
ever. <laughs> so it looks like this is just a sequel to the first arc. I mean, we were thinking it could be a single player game. We don't know for sure yet, but it's probably just a sequel to arc. And chat was on fire with what they were calling this. So some of my <laughs> favorites I wrote down, Fast and the Furious BC. We got Horizon of Riddick. And then I think my personal favorite from WoW, The Past and the Furious. Uh-huh. That's the best That's one! The, best the one. Past and the Furious! Down. Congrats, WoW. Congrats, WoW. But yeah, this is just, uh, I don't know. What do you ladies think of this? <laughs> I mean, come it's on. weird, okay? Like, <laughs> the uncanny valley of Vin Diesel's face as, like, a caveman. I mean, like, they did a good job making it look really authentic, but it just feels... It just feels weird, man. I feel maybe if he had had more dirt on his face, yeah. it would have felt a little bit more authentic. It just felt like he was like a little too clean. Yeah, I'm with you. He's a little too clean for being like where he's at in life, which is like a long ass time ago in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, and then kind of like leaning into like the arc gameplay, you don't see much of the character, you know? Like like there's it's not it's not about what your character's face looks like. Like it's it's mostly just about what you're you're building and what you're fighting. So it was an interesting inclusion, but you know we love a good celebrity placement. Like why not? <laughs> Let's celebrate Finn. I mean, He's had a good year. He had a nice song. People like his song. Good Joey Noel. Kind of funny is Joey Noel <laughs> loved that Vin Diesel song. I didn't even know he had a song. It made her Spotify. What, Brent, you never heard it? Up. His no. single? No. Uh, He's mean, got no. a budding pop career, let me tell you. Good you. What? <laughs> Good for you. Congrats. We love what? it. What? Mm. When did this happen? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like three months ago, I yeah. think. Oh, boy. Or something? Very I recent. myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. He's got two Thirsty Panda says there's two singles. <laughs> okay. I've I been mean, living just under a rock. Just look for the album to drop. You okay. Know? I am... Um, I don't know. I have some. Um, all right, for. let's uh, let's keep this train rolling. There's lots to talk about. So much. We got Fall Guys three. Fall Guys gets a season three trailer. Excuse me. So the developers of Fall Guys revealed a new season three trailer showing off some of the new winter themed content coming to the game. Obviously, it just looked wholesome as hell. There was a whole bunch of cute new <laughs> costumes. The snow was there. Andrea was contemplating maybe hopping back in. But then she was like, but I want the cute costumes. But that means I have to get crowns to buy the costumes. So maybe if they just offer, like, costumes for $5 in real-world money, she'll, mm. you know, buy them. We'll but see. look how Listen, cute this th- is. There's nothing wrong with just making me pay money, okay? I ain't got time to win, like, 20 freaking crowns to get one outfit. I need all of the outfits, and I need them today. Just charge me $4.99 for <laughs> the costume pack and call it a day you know what people laugh honestly and joke but there's a legitimate complaint there i have yet to win a crown in fall guys i've played enough hours to have gotten one by now and it i would have gladly have paid 15 dollars at this point to just get some cute costumes and they have just not wanting wanted to take my money so i'm with you andrea like just let me pay for it it's just a cosmetic like just let me pay for it's it it's a it's an ongoing thing that I've complained about as well. And then there's always that person that's like, well, just get good. Learn how to get crowns. And I'm like, listen, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't get crowns. Sometimes you're just unlucky. I don't think that they should gatekeep the really fun cosmetic content that lets the game, you know, be personalized for you behind winning the game. Mm-hmm. Because so much of Fall Guys is great because of the fun that you have with friends, not if you're winning or losing. And I think that making some of that really cool customizable content to make your little fall guy feel 
like it's yours shouldn't be tied to wins. It should be tied to playtime. So either make it available through what is it? Fame is the other, the name of the other currency um, or make it through real world money. Like, I yeah. mean, make it available so that people can afford it, right? Like Fall Guys is already a pretty inexpensive game. So it's not like it would be egregious for them to charge extra for it. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. if they also did like a Rainbow Six Siege type system where they made it available with a variety of currencies, like you can pay with crowns, you can pay with your fame, or you can pay with like actual money currency. I think that that would be like a nice compromise. Absolutely. Like I'm a big, huge loser, but I have $15 to throw at Fall Guys. You're so. not, Reed. <laughs> You're not a big, huge loser. At Fall Guys. A big loser at Fall Guys. <laughs> I would gladly give them my money. Like, just yeah. take it. Just take it. Just take it. You heard them. You're missing out on a revenue opportunity. Also, shout out to Fall Guys and their community support because they won best community support. I meant best their brand manager. Shout out to them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. Been speaking with them on a Dice panel later in, in early 2021. Oh, so well, what's this? Is this an Tell announcement? Yeah, so I'll be moderating the the first inaugural Dice Conversations of 2021. Jan was it appearing January 20th at 10 a.m. Pacific time at uh, the Dice Awards? So, yeah, looking forward to speaking with the Dice community managers about how they have cultivated a community and come back from review bombs and all kinds of horrible things that can go on with the game. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that conversation. So yeah, shout out to Fall Guys and your community team. The other. Well, that is exciting indeed. Look at you, Ree. Yeah, Ree. Like, going look on, at you. Doing cool shit. Fucking stud. <laughs> we miss you, Ree. Oh, I know. I get it. you're too cool for us now, but fine. It's fine. Come back to us. We miss you. I'll come back um, to break it. <laughs> okay. The next okay. super popular game of 2020, Among Us, got a new map. So we finally got a new look at the Among Us map that was teased about a month ago, and it's scheduled to arrive in early 2021. It was revealed that it's an ode to the Topat clan airship from Intersloth's Henry Stickman game. Also, <laughs> Jeff Keighley is a new mask available in the game. What? Like, okay. This is weird. This, this is cool. Is weird. It's weird. Well, it's funny because the studio, it was just four, I think three or four of them, or one of them was on uh, FaceTime. Behind yeah. them, you saw a little fall guy with a Jeff, like, mask on it. And we always <laughs> thought that was kind of creepy, but now it all makes sense. So you ladies have played much more Among Us than I have. So what does this map say to you? What is this, How does it speak to you? Well, it's interesting because there is some questions I think we have about, like, how the vents are going to work. Mm -hmm. We see that there is going to be um, some new tasks, Maybe. which we have here. There's like a slide ladder, which seems pretty cool. There's like a moving platform. So I think like what that means is that, you know, we can kind of look at, you know, the game from a more strategic perspective. <laughs> if, yeah. if you have strategy, if you're like a pro level <laughs> Among Us player. I mean, the fact that we're talking about pro Among Us strats on What's Good Games is really a testament to the proliferation <laughs> of this game in a short amount of time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, True. it's it's realistic. It's re it's relevant. You know, like long tasks in Among Us like become part of the strategy. Like if you see um, somebody standing at a specific spot for a long time, you can assume they're being scanned in the med bay, or you know, they're they're doing some kind of um, you know astronaut task and trying to shoot down the meteorites. And if there are new tasks here that can contribute to whether somebody looks to us or if they're marinating or if they're posing, like. There's lots of high-level play involved in Among Us now that 
is becoming more and more common and more and more well-known. So it's really up to the community to figure out what that map has to offer and what the long and short tasks are and, you know, how that plays into your overall strategy. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. we just dropping the knowledge i, I love know, it fuck, i love it i feel like you were just talking about call of duty and i'm just like yeah okay i don't know what you're saying but you're turning me on a little bit we stand <laughs> read what we're trying to say we do oh, we... i love video games and i love y'all we do uh, get my bottle's almost empty you guys oh no oh, it's been <laughs> a long but drink, good night so. oh boy it has it's all right Brit, what's next a new hunter is coming to Fortnite, and his name is master chief yes <laughs> the famous Halo character is now available to purchase as a skin for a total of 1500 V-Bucks. The Walking Dead's Daryl and Michonne will also be getting added on December 16th. So, okay, we got Daddy Kratos, we got Master Chief, we got Daryl and Michonne. Like, All the daddies. What else? All the daddies. Uh, cool. <laughs> I mean, what the, every, I everything's think it was happening. A really yeah, and I thought it was a nice moment that they brought on some of the guys from Red vs. Blue, you know, the most popular Machinima series of all time, of course, on Rooster Teeth. Also, roosterteeth.com, another place you can watch this show, What's Good Games. And I thought that that was just a nice moment, especially for some of us older gamers who remember <laughs> the early days yes. of Red vs. Blue. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who actively play Fortnite who have no idea what Red vs. Blue is. <laughs> No, that was that was a really lovely nostalgia moment, like recognizing Jeff's voice and, you know, like hearing him talk to Ninja. I was like, oh, wow, this is an interesting like old versus new moment. <laughs> like my two worlds colliding in Fortnite. Like who would have guessed? But yeah, it'll be exciting to see Master Chief come to Fortnite. Um, it'll be lovely to see if any of the weapons from Halo come into Fortnite. Obviously, we love the sniper. We love the shoddy. But like that pistol, though. The OG like, OP pistol. Yes. Ooh, like ooh, if the pistol comes to Fortnite, like ugh, I can just imagine how OP it'll be and how much people will hate it. And I'm really looking forward to that. You know, we'll see. You know, we'll see how it goes. I don't play I Fortnite, feel, but yeah. I love watching it. So this will be fun. I feel like if the pistol comes, it has to be purposefully OP. Like, yes. That's just the point of it. Just it keep it real be. OP for a few weeks, then you can patch it down and make people happy again. Like 175 on a headshot, at least, right? Oh, I love that pistol. Like, just shred that shield. Like, shred no it. And um, the other announcement that I'm personally very, very excited about is that the Yakuza games are coming to Game Pass. Ah, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so already Yakuza 0, Kiwami, and Kiwami 2. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> Already on Game Pass, but Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 are coming on January 28th for consoles in Windows PC and Steam, and then you can get the individual games themselves if you would like to. And then Yakuza 6, the final mainline Yakuza game, uh, is coming on March 25th, 2021. So, friends, if you have Game Pass, you'll have access to all the Yakuza games, and you can pull a Brit and binge <sighs> every single one of them. And your life will have meaning. It's time. It's time for me to play Wait, out the Yakuza listen, games. If, if I don't get you into Yakuza, if Danny doesn't get you into Yakuza, I'm, oh, look at this. Oh, look at all these. These are all the daddies and all the husbands. That's who all, all the these daddies. people are. I'm a big oh fan of daddies. I'm a big fan of husbandos. Like, I, I should definitely be in this world. I don't know why it's taking me so long, Britt, but this may be the, the final straw that will break my back and get me into it because I love Game Pass and I have it on everything. I hope you're not just bullshitting you really don't fuck with me in yakuza if you don't don't tote with my feelings that way baby but no it's just really exciting i love just watching yakuza like you know break into this western world of ours it makes me so happy but anyway yeah there were a lot more things that happened a lot more announcements so if you want to like really read up on everything you know you can watch our whole uh, recap 
you yeah. know, if you want well, to see I mean, me weeping there's a on couple, stream. There's a couple other things, I think. What else did I pull here? What did the you The only pull? other thing that I thought worth mentioning was this um, co-op game that we all thought looked really cute. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Coming from Haze Light. It's called It Takes Two. This does look um, really cute. Of course, this studio known for making co-op games. Uh, the last game they made was called A Way Out. Um, EA published it. Um, and this game looked really cute. What I thought was interesting about this game is that it was about it's about relationships and like the idea I think is that these two are in a relationship and they get kind of wake up in these like claymation figures and they're trapped until they work out their relationship issues. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there is like a lot of potential for not only comedy mm -hmm. to ensue in this, but also some hopefully emotional and heartwarming moments. Yeah. Yeah. It um, goes back to like Borderlands pre sequel where you're playing with the teddy bear and then AI computer AI or AI computer was it like a navigation system where they had a really horrible breakup but then you go take the teddy bear back to the AI system and then you get to hear the relationship woes and it was really cool it was funny it was good writing yeah. it was a deep cut for yeah. Borderlands pre sequel <laughs> wait pre sequel Borderlands three it was Borderlands three. So many Borderlands. But ladies, we missed the most important announcement, which is if you don't already have a copy of Skyrim, <laughs> it is coming to Game Pass on December 15th. I'm sorry we yes. forgot that. We're hashtag fake gamer girls. I know. And we apologize. I mean, I watched it in the Game Pass trailer because I had to get to it to see the y Yakuza stuff. And I was like, do we talk about freaking Skyrim again? Again? <laughs> Again, no, we don't need to. Uh, it's everywhere. I mean, if you don't yeah. have Skyrim on your shower head yet, or <laughs> your toothbrush, <laughs> or <laughs> might as well grab it. Oh my yeah. god, on your fucking yeah. shower head. It, it's, it's it's comical now. It really is. Um, I would love to hear since we do have a live audience joining us on Twitch. Uh, let us know in the chat what was your favorite announcement of the show. Um, ladies, obviously we've been chatting about this show, all podcasts. Was there something that stood out for you, Re, other than, you know, some of the highlights we've already heard? Anything that we haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, I would like to give a shout out to the musical performances. We talked a little bit about the Persona 5 concert, like right at the beginning. But there was also, oh, what was it? Um, this Humankind show that had a really amazing musical performance and it was like super moody and like really really vibey and then was it the OFK and they have some kind of interactive experience coming spring 2021 like I, I really enjoyed the music of the show this year more than any other year that I can think of and I, I really appreciate that part of the experience because music often gets overlooked in games and it really does affect us as human beings like if anything like finishing tetris effect connected like if you've ever done that or if you've seen anybody do that the fact that people are weeping and in tears like just hearing that like, like that audio input and like really being completely immersed in that environment and seeing you know the recent piece with xbox and steve sailor like audio really does connect with us as humans and i really appreciated the the highlighting of that in the show so yeah shout out to the music it was a really great audio show really like mm. that in heck yes indeed but other than the announcements which i think were obviously the most exciting part i think the awards 
kind of went the way we thought they would in terms of who <laughs> actually won the categories, aka T. Lou too. But yeah. I'm not saying that to like diminish like how great of a game it was. I do think it was deserving. But it was good to see Ghost of Tsushima win. I think it was best art direction. Um, I'm scrolling through here because I wrote down, yeah, best art direction. So that was a good win for them. And they obviously won Player's Choice, whatever that award is actually called. So that was fun. Obviously, Animal Crossing won best family game. <laughs> Surprise no one. Heck, yes, it did. Yeah, Probably yeah, that's the right, only girl. game that it, that's the only category it actually deserved to win. You guys know I threw a lot of salt on the fact that it was nominated for multiplayer. I was like, get out of here. Get out of <laughs> I mean. here with that. <sighs> and, like, I knew that it wouldn't win in a lot of the other ca categories. It wasn't nominated in a lot of other categories. So why it made it into the Game of the Year selections, I do not know. Um, I think that there were games that, you know, kind of were overlooked. Obviously, I'm a big fan and stumped a lot for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I thought that game was wonderful and it really kind of got overlooked because it was out of award contentions last year when it re released and was in contention this year. Much like Cyberpunk 2077 was not in contention this year. And honestly, that's for the best. <laughs> um, well, but we'll talk about Cyberpunk uh, <laughs> some, other, some other time. Um, I did want to call out in the chat um, that I'd ask you guys what was something that you really liked from the Game Awards and um, Sly Clone wrote the new Fulbright game which is a game that we didn't oh, yeah. that we didn't oh, yeah. mention so this game is called Open Roads and this is this game actually looked really really amazing the art style of this game looked really cool I think the kind of vibe of the game was really neat this idea that you're kind of going on this road trip right yeah yeah it's a mother and a daughter this. Going on a little road trip, and I don't know if we know much more about it than that. But it's obviously, like time is going to play a theme here because as they're driving by, you can see how things are changing. But the Meadows games are always so good; they always get you right in the feels. Yeah, another piece of really good vibey music. And shout out to generational acknowledgement, like talking about mothers and grandmothers, and you know, like hey, like people in the games world exist besides just you and. The people are shooting at like I really liked this family connection that, that they seem to be exploring in the game and um, I don't know like I'm really excited to see where this is going I, I I will say that I at first thought this maybe was a story about Rogue and her daughter but maybe not um, <laughs> <laughs> just because she has a gray streak doesn't mean she's Rogue I acknowledge that but no I'm really excited about this and you sort of see the story of a, a few different women and and you know their experiences on the open road this is exciting the other game, too, that was announced that uh, we didn't talk about is, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's spelled T-C-H-I-A, Tachia. It was one of the first announcements oh. that we that we got, and Andrew was calling it Moana the game, that one. Um, <laughs> ah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it I just remember looks like that. a super chill, and it looks like there are some write-ups already on it on certain websites, so if you want to learn more about it. So you can explore terrain in a variety of creative ways, customize your boat, you can have a water ride, there are 30 animals to interact with, you can have a camera, a slingshot, a compass, a flashlight. It kind of looked like a like a short hike, but not mm -hmm. visually, but kind of like the idea of it, where you're just kind of exploring this really beautiful area, and you're just kind of like living your life, and just like, you do you. That's kind of the vibe I got from it, but we don't know too much about it yet, so not entirely sure if that's accurate or not. But I also really want to give a shout out to season so this game mm -hmm. is coming to playstation 5 oh, this yes. was a game that we all were like the art style of this game looks phenomenal Gorgeous. we don't really know what the gameplay is going to be like but it was giving me a very big flower vibe which is such a zen game if you guys have never played it i know some people in the chat when we were watching this mentioned journey but this didn't really feel like journey at all to me 
Um, but I just love the art style of this game. It just is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, the animation is definitely top-notch here. I mean, I would watch this movie if it were a movie. So the fact that it's a game and that I can have some kind of input into where the characters go and in the direction of their story, I am really, really intrigued by this. Excited to see where it goes. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I feel like we don't really need to recap the awards. If you guys want to see the full list of winners, of course, thegameawards.com is where you can see that rundown. As Brittany mentioned, The Last of Us Part Two from <laughs> Naughty Dog and PlayStation swept most of the categories that they were in. So congratulations to them. And Re, congratulations to you and your team at Xbox and the team at Don't Nod for winning the games for impact category for tell me why yeah. thank you that that was such a good moment that one meant a lot i'm not gonna lie like i had to take a moment off stream to go cry because um uh, you know behind the scenes uh little sneak peek livy who livy hall who accepted the award for florent because florent guillaume director i don't nod wasn't feeling well today so we were going over the acceptance speech today and i honestly didn't know if we would win and it meant a lot that people felt that this game made a difference in their lives and the fact that it was like a love story to representation for trans folks and for indigenous people uh, that really meant a lot to me because that were those are the pillars of the marketing campaign that I ran with Livy and it was just beautiful that it got recognized mm. for that so yeah thanks everyone for voting and um thanks Andrea for not letting me vote for it because I know it wasn't me it was everyone else. She tried. Everybody, she tried. We had to stop her. I told her multiple times, you cannot vote for the games you worked on. It, it was, was really cute. Maybe scrolling through, be like, okay, Re here voted for Ori. Okay, Re here voted for Tell Me Why, Re. Hey, you know so what? like, Re, no. Re, no. Change your I was votes. very blessed and fortunate that, that Aaron and the Xbox team let me work on games that I was really invested and passionate about. But no. Um, Absolutely. That, that was really touching. Working on Tell Me Why was definitely top five moments of my entire gaming career and i will never forget that so i'm glad that i was oh. able to share that with both of you well, we were too and hopefully somebody clipped it and if they didn't i will find the clip and we will we will we upload will. it because it's um it's a fun one um but overall a really great show i think that it was kind of a bummer that there are some games and it happens every year that just kind of get overlooked. Ori is a great one. Ori and the Will of the Wisps from Moon Studios, one of my favorite games of the year. And if you haven't played it yet, don't miss it. It's a wonderful platformer. Didn't win a thing tonight. And, <laughs> and that's sad because that game is excellent. It is amazing. an excellent game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at there. Spelt Wrong Brit oh, has the you, clip Brit. right there in the chat. Sweet. Let me let me copy that right now and I'll just drop it right here. Oh, yes. Um so um I guess, you know, I don't really have much more to say about the awards. Um and I think that we are going to have a lot to say about games that we're playing. I don't know if we want to talk about Cyberpunk from like a first impression standpoint now, if we want to hold it for next week, what do you think, ladies? I would prefer to hold because I'm at a yeah. point where I've just, yeah, I'm only like three hours in and I've already played all this before in my preview. So I don't have much, any, anything new to really say at this point. Yeah, just barely okay. out of the tutorial phase. Not, not much to contribute so far. Same. And the only things I do have to say aren't 
positive. So um, I will note that I took a bunch of hilarious screenshots <laughs> of my nipples poking through my outfits. Hey. Um, I've heard about that happening. A lot of, a lot of genitalia coming out of yeah. the you know, free Yes, I've heard this, is, this happens with the penises in the game as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, this feels like a bug that you maybe should have caught if you're going to make customizable genitalia in your game. And it's not like there's a lot of sizes to choose from. There's like two sizes to choose from. So I'm like, hmm, well, you know, I don't mind nipples, again, as I tweeted. Free the nipple. I have nothing you, against breasts, but like, nips like make out, it be a conscious choice. <laughs> nips out, tips out, you know? Like, do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say lips out, tits out? No, but close. I mean, Brilliant. that too. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Basically, the only thing I've had clipping through have been my nails. Because, yeah, oh, here we go. Cavanism, Cavanism okay. also said, like, I chose extra long nails in my, for my, for my separate. I did, too. I got the chrome, the yeah. chrome Yeah, they're, like, poking nails. through the gloves, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. not good. I imagine there's, like, a little slit on the end of each fingertip for the nails, and they just kind of, like, poke through, like, Wolverine. Yeah. Nah. That's fair. With Wolverine yeah. gloves. Wolverine Although the penis gloves. clipping through the pants, I don't know what, what purpose that would serve <laughs> logistically. At that point, just take the pants off. Huh. If you want your dick out. Or wear chaps, like reverse chaps. I don't know. <laughs> How would that work? Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Oh. Well, we'll have lots to say about Cyberpunk 2077 next week once we all have had more time with the game. Rihanna, thank you so much for joining us for the Game Awards today and for the episode this week. So good to see you. How is everything else? How is how is life? How are you doing? Life is 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 weird, but good. You know, in quarantine, we've been ordering groceries, and and I haven't left this these four walls in the last month and a half. So you know, just trying my best to stay sane and hanging out with friends on virtual chats, doing what I can. You know, but it's good to join the show. I appreciate being able to share this with y'all because otherwise, I would have been glued to my phone. Just tweeting all night. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll let you go so you can send some tweets because I know you want to. Um, but we love you. We miss you. And uh, we will be back so. next week with Christine Steimer to talk about cyberpunk and any other pressing news of the week. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in live, for watching at YouTube.com slash What's Good Games and listening on your favorite podcast app or at RoosterTeeth.com. We love that you support everything we do here at What's Good. Bye, everybody.